This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies! <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know why there's not going to be another season of American Idol, because there's clearly a lot of great singers in this town. We're coming to you once again from the Nerd Melt showroom at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood. It's 420-ish. On Sunday, June 28th, 2015. Let me see your name tags, Los Angeles. I think there's some good ones. There's a cute little gingerbread man right up front. Is he from Shrek? Yeah. And, what's, is, and he's got a little necklace on with your name on it? What's your name? Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> a bag of Oreos with your uh, post-it note on the top. That's, uh, that's good if any of the guests are really in a snacking mood. Uh, evasion of the Scotty Snatchers. No need to explain any of that. <laughs> I like the little glowing light you have on there. Mad Zach. Hold on, hold on. Hold on what? Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, it's not, it's not working. <laughs> All right. You're not going to try to interact constantly, are you? Because you've spoken to me a couple times already, and that, that gets to be a real problem when you're in the front row. <laughs> Jurassic World. A couple bags of M&M's. Mac and me. All right, you guys. Good job. Thanks for bringing those. And uh, you know when to bring them back out. You know what to do. Uh, what's up? You guys having a convo? You good? <laughs> You're fucking sitting right this close to me and they're discussing the M&M's or some shit. <laughs> Let's go ahead and eat some of them. Don't worry about the name tag. <laughs> Tomorrow, June 28th, Monday, June 28th, I'll be on At Midnight on Comedy Central and, uh, and much music for our friends up in Canada. Thanks. Wednesday, July... You don't have to clap for all of my upcoming <laughs> gigs. Wednesday, July 1st, Douglas Movies is going to be back at the uh, Improv in Tempe, Arizona. That's this Wednesday. Come for the air conditioning. Stay for the movie trivia. <laughs> kind of the opposite here today. <laughs> I'm going to take off my hoodie any second now. Um... Friday night, I'll be in Denver for a screening of my latest movie, Chronicon, episode 420, A New Dope, at the <laughs> Alamo Drafthouse in Littleton, which is, you know, just there outside of Denver. Uh, the movie's at midnight, but we're going to have a pre-party starting at 10, so uh, come on by. And Douglas Movies is coming to a dozen cities or more, including San Diego, Pittsburgh, Traverse City, New York City, uh, London, and more. So... Uh, Go to douglasmovies.com to find out uh, if it's coming to your town or close enough. <laughs> and the next Douglas Movies here at Meltdown is going to be on Thursday night, July 23rd. And tickets are already on sale because today sold out today. <laughs> There's a few sweet seats over in this corner where you, where you're, uh, you get to see the profile of the guests if you're lucky. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather be in the uh, back, personally, but, uh, you know, you get to sit where you want. And um, I brought for the prize bag a copy of Promotional Tool, and uh, he's not here today. Don't, don't get excited, but I brought his book because I read it, and it's great, and I want to pay it forward. It's uh, a book that was written by Fred Stoller called uh, Maybe We'll Have You Back, The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star. <laughs> That's in the prize bag. And... I think her name is Catherine in New York City made this for me and it's been sitting in my home and when the lights are off it scares me. <laughs> no, I'm just never going to do anything with it. It's just sitting there so I thought I would uh, I'd bring it and uh, give it to somebody and it's the, uh, it's the it's a knit face hugger from the Alien films and you can really, you can really just strap it on. <laughs> And be like, oh no, my face is being hugged. Or if, or if you're a tense person and you just, you know, you need a, your face hugged uh, regularly. That'd be weird to like wear that on a plane. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, there's going to be lots more stuff for the prize bag. Uh, I'm glad I didn't bring much because somebody's walking out here with a, a shit ton of things. Uh, and as you can see, we've got three guest chairs lined up. So let's get them out here. Please give a big warm welcome to Jonah Ray, Brett Morgan, and Michael Sheen. <laughs> Are you about to say something? No. Okay. <laughs> you just did, though. So I'll go ahead and introduce you. That's Jonah Ray, everybody. Oh! Thank you. A regular on the show and no stranger to this stage that we're on right now mm -hmm. because this is where his TV program and, and weekly show here at uh, Meltdown Comics called The Meltdown. Yeah. This is where it happens. Yes. And the season two is uh, this Tuesday night. So please. It starts up again on Tuesday? Yeah. What great promotional timing. I just asked you to come on because you hadn't been on in a while. You didn't say you needed to promote anything. We just, I don't want to impose, but it worked yeah. out perfectly. It worked so out so good. So I acted real cool about it. Tuesday night at what time? 12.30 a.m. So after the minority once. report or after at midnight? At midnight. <laughs> yes. I still call it the minority report because that's yeah. so much better title than yeah. whatever it's called with Larry Wilmore. <laughs> that would be a better title. <laughs> Uh, and we got two new guests, you guys. I'm so excited. I don't know who to introduce first, but so I'm going to start with the man who's probably going to be the most uncomfortable by the time this is over because he's really uh, wearing nice clothes, like a, like a jacket and everything. And uh, it's a documentary filmmaker, Brett Morgan, everybody. So excited to uh, to get him for the podcast. I started hounding him right after I saw the Kurt Cobain documentary, Montage of Heck, and uh, and here we are. And again, the movie's out, and I think most people who want to see it have seen it. So uh, you're just here for fun. Just here for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope you have some. And. Uh, <laughs> For anybody who's not familiar, uh, in addition to that film, he also directed w one of the classic documentaries called The Kid Stays in the Picture. And, oh. <laughs> yeah. IMDb, that shit. And, uh, and then also, most recently, I just saw it after the Kurt Cobain thing, because HBO showed it uh, a little bit, but it's a couple years old, the uh, Rolling Stones doc, Crossfire Hurricane. And did that... When that came out, did that stir anything? Was there anything in that movie that got people uh, worked up? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it took you a couple years to even know about it. So. Yeah, right? <laughs> Apparently not. That's what I mean, is I didn't, re I didn't hear any, remember any kind of controversy or even that the film was uh, out there. And then uh, HBO showed it, and I saw your name on it, so it was, uh, it was exciting to see, because it's also it's very good, but it's obviously a less incendiary subject, and they're all, for the most part, alive. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they seem all, all, all to be all yeah right uh, and we also have here on the panel an uh, actor I've admired for a long time and uh, <laughs> it's really uncomfortable you sitting know what next I, to you as you, as you say that 
um, the, the Damned United is is a, a favorite of mine. I love, I enjoy that movie, and uh, it's sort of like is kind of uh, now that FIFA's in all this trouble. <laughs> the movie because makes, of that movie. The movie makes yes. The movie makes even more sense, right? right? That it's yeah. always been a, uh, a an organization in turmoil. Yes, controversy. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, documentarian. Yeah. And, um, and of course, you know, the Twilight movies. And uh, I'm just going to sit here and list off all of his movies. Let's play a round of Last Man Stand with Michael Sheen <laughs> sitting here watching us do it. <laughs> but uh, Masters of Sex on Showtime, that comes back very soon. It does, July the 12th. We're halfway through shooting it now. All right. Yeah. And, uh, Same day as Ray Donovan. Say it again. Is it the same night that Ray Donovan comes it, back? I, I believe it's on after Ray Donovan. Oh, great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a Donna, I'm a Donna fan. Ah. <laughs> in, Way ter- into it. in terms of the relationship between Masters of Sex and Ray Donovan, we're the top. Ah. Ray Donovan is the bottom. No, man. Ray Donovan is nobody's bottom. <laughs> There's a hearty laugh in the front row. <laughs> Somebody took his Eddie Murphy pills or something. <laughs> it's weird that they made that pill. <gasps> I can't even do it. Oh, and Far From the Madding Crowd is in theaters now. It is. And yeah. I hear only good things about it from your girlfriend. I haven't, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but that Carrie Mulligan's a damn delight. Oh, she's great. I saw her in uh, Skylight with Bill Nye on Broadway. Yeah. That was... It was Wonderful time. Yeah, no, she's wonderful. Yeah, very it's a beautiful film. You got, to, you got to look at her all day, every day. I only watched her for two hours. Yeah, and I, I thought like we did creep. the plugs at the end. <laughs> I know. I'm just sort of throwing them out there. Thanks. Let's, what we got to do now is talk about uh, what you guys brought for the prize bag. And uh, let's end with Michael because he brought a fucking sack like his fucking British Santa Claus. <laughs> what's he? What's Santa Claus called over there? called Santa Claus. <laughs> called I had a feeling it was pretty much the same. <laughs> He's called Daddy Christmas. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll start with Brett down there on the other end. What did you bring for the prize? Bank, I, I'm going to acquiesce to Michael. I think he brought enough for all of us. And he should just <laughs> go straight to his bag. It was totally intimidating backstage. I just think he should just go straight there. Yeah, it's a lot. Really? You don't want to give away the stuff uh, you brought? My, I, my, I'll just, yeah, I brought it. <laughs> that way you don't have to carry it back home. I, I brought, and, and just mind you, Michael did say he just grabbed a few things on the way out the door. It's yeah. true. It he is didn't true. put any thought into it. So there's like a vase in there or something? <laughs> it's nuts. You'll see. It's crazy. <laughs> A picture of my mom uh, and <laughs> half a roll of toilet paper. I brought the volume one 30 for 30 30 film Blu-ray DVD. That's another thing I wanted to ask you about. You directed a 30 for 30. I, I did the June 17th, 1994 one about OJ. Mm. You know what? If Ray Donovan was around, OJ would have had no problems at all. <laughs> He fixes things. <laughs> so, um, 
I've never watched a 30 on 30, but everybody always raves about how great they are and that I should. And um, uh, is this a good one to start with, you think? I have, I, it's the only one I've seen all the way through, so <laughs> I don't know. It is, I can vouch for this. It is brilliant. Yours really is good. brilliant. And the other brilliant one is Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird. That is incredible. Yeah. But those are the two best, June 17th and Larry yeah. Bird. The, um, and the Eddie Aikau one is really I like the, right. uh, my favorite 30 for 30 is Frost Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> About that table tennis match they had. <laughs> Don't be giving away secrets about Oh, sorry, life. sorry. <laughs> and what else you got there, Brad? I, I, I have the uh, Montage of Heck uh, souvenir book. Nice. That's great. Nice. Those are both great. Pass those down here. I'm happy, to, I'm happy to keep them myself. Those are terrific, terrific things for the prize bag. And... Um, how is that 30 for 30? Like, how does that work? Like, would you do it? Can you do another one or would you want to? Uh, it was, um, you know, um, you don't get paid. So if you're into the subject, it's, um, you know, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was because you're, you're super into OJ. Uh, no, you know, the OJ one, if you've seen the OJ one, it was actually uh, a bit like sort of being a human remote control for the programming for the day. And it was actually a lot of fun to make for that reason because there's no interviews and there's no dialogue and it's just pure immersion. So it's, it was like a, I did it because on paper it seemed like a, a sort of docky version of a Jerry Bruckheimer film. You know? And then that was sort of the inspiration. So. Yeah, but in a Bruckheimer movie they drive slower and then make it look like they're driving really fast. <laughs> they're, they're doing it on the back of a truck or something. But uh, that, that sounds great. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget that the day that OJ ran and, and uh, how the whole world stopped to, uh, to look at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't have anything better to do. Um, Jonah, what do you have for the prize bag? Uh, well, like usual, Doug, I forgot to bring something when I got here. Oh, so you just tore something off of the wall? So Back there in the green room? No, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a piece of fan art someone made of a character I do on the Nerdist podcast called Bruce Gutter. And it's, it's done, it's done uh, as like a Nagel style print of the time. Right. In the 80s and, One of uh, the sexiest with, artists ever. Yeah, with his catchphrase, the cocaine is in the back. <laughs> I signed it because the, the idea of this character is that he's like, uh, he's been in over like a hundred uh, TV shows from the years uh, 1979 to 1984. Uh, but he, he was always like an under five guy and he, only, he was always a henchman to the main bad guy boss. And he, he only had lines like, the cocaine's in the back. And that was it. <laughs> So and by f- under five, you mean five words? Yes, or less. yeah, yeah, five words. Less. And then <laughs> so I signed, I signed it as he probably would, which is just to say namaste. <laughs> so that's my that's my. Yeah, name. I'm sure Na- so. Nagel's very spiritual. Yeah. All right, Michael. Well, let's okay. let's see I the hope, goodness. I hope those seats are comfortable because you're going to be there for a while. <laughs> Uh, you really brought a big item bag one. of stuff. Look at the size of this thing. Okay. Here, you want me to hold the bag and you can just rifle through I think, it? I think we'll start, we'll start with this. This Ooh. is a cushion with me on it. I've never heard such gasps of delight. It's a very handsome master of sex attired, bow tie, Michael Sheen. Too on, fucking right on it a is. pillow. <laughs> Can that on still a be big, con- fluffy pillow? Like you cannot do this justice 
on a podcast. No. How amazing this pillow is. Just imagine one of those Japanese girlfriend pillows. Yes. <laughs> can just... For anyone who was wanting to sit on my face. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Staying within that theme. <laughs> sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. <laughs> we have... I went through uh, a cupboard and I found the original pilot episode script of Masters of Sex, which I have signed. Uh, and then I've also thrown in... Uh, there was an episode for anyone who watches the show, an episode last season called, that got a lot of attention, which was called Fight which is episode three, which all took place in one hotel room. Also have the signed script of that as well. Whoa. Any one but of these things. But wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> this is a photograph from the makeup test of Underworld. Uh, and that is, this is me trying out my contact lenses on my teeth for the first time. There it is. <laughs> Is that also available in pillow form? (laughs) (laughs) Then, uh, okay, um, quickly, there are some... These are just things I've been in. Frost Nixon, signed. The Queen, signed. All these things are signed, so you're going to make a lot of money, whoever gets this bag. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2, My favorite of the Twilight movies, because he's in it more than the other ones. Special relationship sign. Uh, Tron Legacy sign. Yeah! Got the nerds with that one. <laughs> and oh, it's got a 3D cover, too. Yeah. Possibly my most popular one. Uh, Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue. Signed. Signed. Motherfuckers. Just, just, signed. just to finish off, two things I'm not in. Uh, <laughs> The greatest documentary about film ever made. Oh, the that's story great. of film. Uh, and the soundtrack, and this is just because I've got two of them and I found it before I left the house along with the vase. Uh, soundtrack on vinyl of eight and a half. The soundtrack for Fellini's 8.5. That's terrific. What? Well, yeah, I guess, Brad, I'll give you these things back. <laughs> No, it's all amazing, and thank you guys, especially Jonah, for bringing such amazing stuff. <laughs> it's a one-of-a-kind piece of art. Doug, Here, give me that big bag so I can put everything, uh, everything back in it. I thought you were just hanging onto the pillow out of comfort. I just, I hope whoever wins this, like, walks through airports with it. <laughs> Uses it as their, pla- their plane pillow. Because it would really work as such. Here, let's throw that in there, too, and then, yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right. Um... What's next for Brett Morgan? Do you have uh, something you're working on now or just coming off of promoting the Kurt Cobain thing? Um, just coming off uh, like five months promoting the Cobain thing. Yeah, I heard you yeah. in a lot of places talking know, about yeah, it. Too many. And what was the most annoying, like what was the question you got asked every time that you got super sick of? Just so we can talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dwell, though. I, I move on right after you give me a real answer. Uh. <laughs> um, but you don't even have to answer that. That might be the question. Maybe after a few of them, everybody just kept saying, what do you hate about interviews? 
but uh, you were out you were out there quite a bit. But have you seen anything uh, lately? Have you been to the movies? I saw Max um, the other night. About the dog? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. thought for a second you might be abbreviating uh, Mad Max. <laughs> I saw Max. So you saw Furry dog. Road, not Fury Road. <laughs> So that's the one about the war dog, did right? You see, did you, did see you like dog? it? Did you see it? You know what? That's the bane of every filmmaker's existence, what you just did. What, me? No, what Doug did. Oh. <laughs> Stay out of it, Jonas. <laughs> what did I do? No, no, no. It's just a common thing that when you make a film, people always have these grandiose ideas of you're, you spend all this time and energy making a film and, and it's going to do something or something. And, and, and what I always say at the end of the day, all you can really hope for is someone says... Did you like the film? And then they go, yeah, it was all right. And then you change the subject, which you're about to do, before I even answer the question. What question? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. You liked yeah, it? I, 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 well, I do want to hear yeah. what you thought of it. it. It is a good film? You know what? Has anyone, did anyone see it? No I think it's too early. It comes, it's not even out You would out all yet, be with it? your kids now if you had kids instead of being here. So is this it out is already not or does it come out it, like it Friday came, or something? It came out, my, my, my seven-year-old's actually seen it twice already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it a kid, like a family movie? Get on it, you guys. Yeah, I, yeah, Everybody's yeah. messing around with Inside yeah. Out if they're going to family things right now. But we did. timing. My seven-year-old did want to see Ted, too. So, so, and I tried to convince my wife, you know, because it's a teddy my bear. Wife. So we put Ted 1 on this morning. I'm not joking. This is what happened right before we came here because I wanted to go to the 1 o'clock Ted 2 show with my 7-year-old and my um, 12-year-old. So we put on Ted 1, and we're watching it, and we got through, if you, you know the movie, we got through the whole opening in, like, good shape, you know, because it's the whole, like... Christmas music and you know let's go beat up the Jew and he, we all thought it was really funny and it was really and my wife literally turns to me who's like okay and then the movie cuts to present day and the first thing Ted's doing is something about like and then she fucking came and does this whole orgasm thing and then that was where we went and then that's where you lost permission, where I lost to, take permission the kids to go to, to see Ted too <laughs> And you weren't expecting anything like that to happen <laughs> when you put Ted one on for your 12-year-old. It was a complete surprise. <laughs> yeah, Ted 2 is probably dirtier than the first one. They're probably emboldened by it, so your kids would have really had a treat if, you, if you'd have pulled that off. Um, but for one more time, just to be on the record and get people to go see it, Max is a quality film. Uh, you know, I will tell you that I wasn't expecting to be publicly on the records about Max. I would have paid more attention, but I will. <laughs> I will say that I didn't know that it was about this. Uh, there's a war story. You know, it's set up. It's set against this uh, this whole war story. So it's kind of moving and um, very patriotic. Yeah. But compared to like Air Bud movies, it's, you know what I. <laughs> You're being ironic, and I've seen all the Air Bud movies. Yeah. <laughs> Even Space Buddies? Dude, that one played forever in our house. <laughs> that one, you have no idea. You have no idea. You're literally talking to someone who's like heard Space Buddies like 28 times. And there's a dog named Buddy. And, uh, uh. <laughs> 
All right. What about Next. you, Jonah? Have you yeah. been to the movies? Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of movies. Uh, the most recent movie I saw was The Overnight, which I think is fantastic. Adam Scott? Adam Scott, Jason Schwartzman, um, Taylor Schilling is in it. It's a very... Schwartzman has a big fake dick in it? Big fake dick, and Adam Scott has a tiny fake dick. <laughs> and it's played for laughs. <laughs> it's very funny. It's, it's like a really cool movie. It's, it's produ- produced by the Duplass Brothers. And it's uh, Patrick Bryce is the guy that wrote and directed it. It's very, I, I recommend it highly. It's a very funny movie. All takes place in one night where it's like this, like new couple friends are meeting, and then there's like the chance of a swinger situation, and it just kind of goes on from there. It's really funny. I love it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and did you you sound like you were going to say some other movie as well, or is that? Oh, I saw. Uh, uh, soaked in Bleach, the other uh, Kurt Cobain doc, which is like, if you, if you guys have ever seen... Uh, I saw a montage of Heck, and it's fantastic. I recommend it to everybody. But for anyone that has a penchant to watch like 9-11 conspiracy movies, like Loose Change, watch Soaked in Bleach. It's like the same kind of thing. It's like the, nine, it's like the Loose Change of Kurt Cobain's conspiracy theories. You said that back there, and I didn't know what it meant then either, but... <laughs> Do you know? Did you not know? You know, loose change. What's loose change? It's a documentary which is all the different conspiracy theories surrounding 9/11. Yeah. I thought we were coming here to talk about 9/11. Was I wrong? I haven't listened to the podcast in so long. The only doc I've seen about 9/11 is the Oliver Stone one. Wasn't a documentary. (laughs) Should I have said Nicolas Cage? Would that have been funnier? Let's just, we'll cut that part out, and I'll just say, <laughs> the, only, the only conspiracy talk about 9-11 I've seen starred Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Not really going to edit anything. Um, but, okay, so having seen this thing, what's it called again? Soaked in Bleach. Soaked in Bleach. I don't recommend it as far as good movies. I recommend Montage of Heck, which is, is a fantastic Is Bleach spelled how, how the album... <laughs> what? Is Bleach spelled how the album Bleach is spelled? Yes, and also the actual word. <laughs> I thought the album was two E's and the word is E-A. That's what no, I no, thought. no, no. Okay. <laughs> I must have gotten some sort of weird bootleg. <laughs> who, knows what I've been, who knows what I've been listening to all these years? Yeah. It's Nirvana with two eyes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nirvana. Nirvana. We're close to Nirvana. <laughs> Not quite there. Uh, out utero. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> smells like smells Do like teeth. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's all I got. So yeah, far. this isn't a hashtag war. Settle down. Um, no, but having seen that movie, the bleach thing. Yeah. Uh, do you do you now think that someone killed Kurt Cobain? That he didn't take well, his own life. Well, here's, here's the thing: it's uh, I'm very gullible. All the time. Like, it's like, if you talk to me about one thing for long enough, I'd be like, that's a good, that's a good point. Uh, um, but you kind of get immersed in it, and you start to do that thing where you're like, yeah, why is the shell casing on the other side of the body? Why did they do that? Why did this? And, but to, like, assume that there was this crazy master plan by some people that probably couldn't pull it off, it's, it, it's a bit far-fetched. I think everyone knows it was Saudi Arabia now. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kurt Cobain, World Trade Center. <laughs> Brett's just sitting this conversation out over there. I brought it up backstage and he kind of gave me the, uh, I'd rather you didn't mention that movie. 
know that you probably shouldn't have. Yeah, I had Come a lot on, of coffee Jonah. before getting here. But I'm trying to say that that one's dumb and yours is awesome. He's going to accept that silently. <laughs> He's just sitting there thinking about Max. <laughs> Set against the <laughs> most recent war. Uh, Michael, have you been to the cinema? I went to see. Um, I mean, you're not going to believe this, but there's another documentary about Kurt Cobain. Um, and it's great. Very controversial. Um, no, I, uh, I watched a film recently. Uh, I didn't go to the cinema to see it, but I watched it on DVD. That counts. Home. Yes. Uh, and it's called The Host. Has anyone seen that? The oh, Korean, Korean, Korean movie. movie. That's a great movie. By Bong Joon-ho, I mm-hmm. believe his name is. Uh, fantastic movie. Yeah, it's Loved awesome. it. I love all that guy's films. They're amazing. Well, well he went on to do Snowpiercer, right? He did. He did. Snowpiercer was his first English language one, I think. Yeah, he's he amazing. He a fantastic serial killer one called Memories of Murder. Uh, Mother, which is a great one as well. Um, so he's great. Yeah, check that. that guy out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a good monster movie. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name again? Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> but sometimes, apparently, he goes by... And I'm not joking. He goes by Joon-ho Bong. <laughs> He just flips it. He just flips it. Why not? Yeah. That probably does it that, in that order when it's time for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so or, if or the second 420, half, I don't know. In the second half of this show, if you could refer to me as Sheen Michael, I would, I would prefer that. What, does Charlie Sheen embarrass you? <laughs> I met seen Martin the talk Sheen. about him? I met Martin Sheen once, and I was so tempted to say, I want to be the son that you always wanted. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I think President Bartlett and Tony Blair got along pretty well, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. I was introduced to him as a woman took me over to him at a party, and she said, uh, Mr. President, Mr. Prime Minister. <laughs> and you all laughed oh, until you peed laughed. yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw, what did I see? On the plane, I saw Jupiter ascending. Uh, that looks bonkers. Yeah, Expand yeah. your universe. Yes. <laughs> that's the, I listened that's to this the show. tagline. <laughs> huh? Bring on the tagline game. <laughs> I was surprised that... Uh, that Mila Kunis is the title character of a movie called Jupiter Ascending. Her name in the movie is Jupiter. And at one point, somebody says, hey, Jupiter. And she goes, call me Jupe. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that movie. Was, was that character's response? No, never. They just looked at her like, I, I'm uncomfortable calling you Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> why, am I, why is Jupe better? <laughs> Put another dime in the jukebox. Uh, let's. This is the part of the show where I say, "Let the games begin." Uh, we're gonna play some games, and uh, somebody's gonna win all these prizes. Huh? The poster, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice poster. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe you can uh, make the other side of the pillow his this face. <laughs> and I, then, do, I do realize that these gifts sort of depend on you be, 
being kind of into me. <laughs> if you're not, they're absolute shit. <laughs> There's some great movies in there. There's well, that right. Tinkerbell thing. Yeah. <laughs> Odyssey of Film. That's great. Yeah. 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 No, that was you my did a George. great job. It's a lot of great stuff. And, uh, you know, everybody loves to take home a big bag of stuff. Yeah. And they all brought, a lot of people brought name tags. And so the idea is now I need you guys to all uh, pick out the name tag that you'd like to play for today for whatever reason. If you're hungry, there's food items. Uh... <laughs> There's uh, lots of things to choose from, so just go ahead and uh, put your microphone down. Just go out into the audience and get it from them. Go, go grab it from them. And while you guys do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. There's no sponsor for this episode, but I just wanted to take a second to talk about the Traverse City Film Festival. If you're in the Michigan Mitten area... Be sure to come from July 28th through August 2nd. It's an awesome film festival that I'll be attending for the second time. And this year, I'm going to do a Douglas Movies on Wednesday, July 29th. And then we're going to do a Benson Movie Interruption of Top Gun on Thursday the 30th. And then at midnight on uh, August 1st, for the first time ever, I'm going to interrupt speed. And you know what? I think I'm going to bring along Jeff Tate for all of the fun. So get your tickets now. Go to DougLovesMovies.com for links to all of my dates. I'm doing Doug Loves Movies all over the place this summer and in the fall. And I can't wait to see you and your beautiful name tags. Let's go back to the show. We're back. Who are you playing for, Michael? You went deep into the crowd and came back with something very small. I did. Well, I... I think I know why. Yeah, it's because I'm on this one. Yes. <laughs> uh, I am playing for, I assume, Allison. Yeah, Allison uh, Wonderland. And it's Allison Wonderland, and there is a picture of, I believe, it's you. That's my face over Johnny Depp's face. Yeah, and I believe it's Allison herself over the face of... We are Wasikowska. <laughs> and, uh, and no one over the face of me. I am, in fact, the white rabbit. Yeah, he's already got his face um, over yours. Yeah. So uh, uh, we could put the cushion over his face, perhaps. Yeah. And that would be smothering a rabbit. <laughs> Isn't there... Is, should there be a sequel to that happening? Didn't uh, it make yeah. a gazillion dollars? Yeah, I was just... Funnily enough, I was in Warner Brothers the day before yesterday doing my uh, stuff on it. So it will be coming out probably in about five years. <laughs> Do you remember like one li- like one line that you had to say as the rabbit? Uh, it's mainly woo, Alice, woo. <laughs> what? C three PO was busy. Because <laughs> uh, he does voices now. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Daniels, but that's a good one, and it's got a shithead on the back, so yep. I'll read that. Well, and good. Uh, good choice. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Jonah, who are you playing for? I got Big Trouble and Little Rena. <laughs> and it's uh, got you and the uh, Kurt Russell, which I think oh, would have been a better that. choice than The Rock for the remake. I'd imagine yeah. I want you in the remake of Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Let's you know? do a write-in campaign. All right, let's do it. Everybody would rather see me than The Rock. No, don't get me wrong. I'm really excited to see The Rock in a remake of that movie because I love The Rock no matter what. He is pure charm. 
Wait, you started by really going after him, and now you love him? We don't know what you're. We don't know I what's no true anymore. Anything. We yeah. don't know what's true anymore. <laughs> um, okay, and who you play for, Brett? Uh, Mac and me. So it's someone named Mac. I, it looks like a redhead named Mac Michelle, maybe. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. All right. Mac go. Michelle. And, and, uh, you look Mac like there's a little unknown Scottish clan. Mac Michelle. Did you ever see that film, Brett? The Mac Ma- and me? The, that was a McDonald's film, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. It was a big ad for McDonald's. I, I, I did see that. That was a ripoff well. of E.T. Yeah, it was, it was. And it was E.T. if he was always looked like he was about to blow somebody. <laughs> Which, as we know, E.T. only looked like that on occasion. <laughs> he, he was a little bit more flexible than this guy. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a crazy-ass movie, and I, I recommend it uh, to anybody who wants to see something crazy-ass. Um, hey, let me ask in the booth. Did we hear from Mark Wahlberg today at all? No? Okay. Don't be... What, it would just be a recording of him if we did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it's always fun when, they, when he does that. But he, he didn't get back to us today, so... Let's start off with, I know Michael's excited. Let's play Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? It's a brand new game we've been playing. And um, I'll say the tagline from a movie to one of you, and then you have to guess what it is. But if, uh, if there's a failed guess, the next guy in line gets a crack at it. So, uh, so be thinking about it. And uh, we'll start with you, Michael. And you get to... I'm, I'm sorry. We'll start with you, Sheen, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Bong Benson. <laughs> tell me, tell me if you can, what movie this was the tagline for. From a dimension beyond the living, a terror to scare you to death. It's quite threatening. Really, really, I like to survive when I go to the movies. But in this case, you would be scared to death. Do you have any idea what that is? Scared to death from a dimension beyond the living. Yeah. <laughs> is it Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's from a dimension beyond being awake. <laughs> Uh, any idea, Jonah, what this movie? Is it Hellraiser? No, that's another great clue, though. Mm-hmm. I hate that pinhead guy in, in those movies. I hate the chatter teeth guy. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Brett, do you have any idea what movie that's the tagline for? Is it uh, Hellraiser 2? <laughs> <laughs> I like that strategy. Uh, this just boggles my mind uh, because I, I don't remember that being the tagline and it also just seems silly uh, for a movie that was actually pretty cool. That was from the, f- the very first Toby Hooper directed Poltergeist. Oh. Poltergeist. That was the tagline for Poltergeist. Do it again. From, <laughs> from a dimension beyond the living, a terror to scare you to death. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. That was somebody. Somebody left work early that day. <laughs> somebody at the studio was just like, "All right, yeah. let's just go with that." Do you have that Poltergeist tagline? I have this one we didn't use for Hellraiser. Uh, there <laughs> that, should, that should be fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> somebody was probably like, why don't we go with they're here? <laughs> and somebody else was like, that doesn't say anything about the movie. Who's they? <laughs> what is they? What dimension are they from? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do another one. This is this is awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, Michael, see Michael. Yes. Trick or treat or die. <laughs> what movie was that the I'm, tagline for? Trick or treat or die. I, I'm gonna have to go for the obvious here. Okay, which is Halloween. That's correct. Yeah! <laughs> I thought it was a Benson bluff. Yeah, man. <laughs> or it could have been that movie Trick or Treat. I was going to say Halloween 3. <laughs> really? Yeah. That, was, that, that, that tagline had to be something about witches, right? Because that was Season oh, of the Witch. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they said about him, though. All right, Jonah, here's your... Uh, we're going to move on to another one. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you miss, you're going to be out. Because mm-hmm. Michael got one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she walked off the street into his life and stole his heart. Pretty woman. That's correct. (laughs) She sure did. (laughs) And the countries, you know. All right, Brett. Here's one for you. Up there with the best of the best. Up there... With the best of the best. That's not a critic blurb. That's like that's the their tagline. That's up what the, they thought would sell this movie. Up like there. you're going to want to see this movie where they're up there. Up there with What's, the best uh, of the best. Just cut me off whenever you need to move on. <laughs> there. You have unlimited. You have 45 minutes. It's going to stay unlimited, but we only go to six. Up there with the best of the best. She's going to have to uh, the best in show. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would make sense, maybe. Uh, we move on to Michael. For survival in this game, you have to come up with it, or, or it'll go to Jonah. Up there with the best. Of Top the gun. Best. That's correct. Oh! Broke it down, piece by piece. <laughs> I was going to say the air up there. Uh, <laughs> who's up there? <laughs> Who could be the best of the best? Air Bud! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I thought perhaps uh, Top Gun would have a much more well-known tagline. But yeah. Okay. Highway to the Danger Zone. <laughs> I feel the need. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Top Gun. All right. Uh, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging with the boys. Yeah. All right, Jonah, you get to go first. Okay. And then, and then to Michael. Brett's out. Sorry, Brett. He, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, 400 million people were waiting for the truth. 400 million people were waiting for the truth. Fuck. 400 million people. Mm hmm. So it's like the world. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, I read it wrong. The world were waiting <laughs> for the truth. Soaked in bleach. No. Um, <laughs> um, God, I don't. Uh, nothing? Contact. Nope. Michael? Is it Little Buddha? <laughs> but you win our game because you lasted the longest, and uh, this particular one is from uh, Frost Nixon. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> He's so good at this game. That's good, it shows you're not a narcissist. You don't sit around looking at your own movie yeah. posters. I knew it was familiar. Is it on the DVD cover of the movie? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was great. Michael's our winner. There's not going to be any more of that kind of thing, is there, in this? What's that mean? I mean, me using your movies and seeing if <laughs> to you, humiliate can, me. you can recognize them? <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I mean. It's, you know, it's all random. Uh, I put stuff in and forget about it, and yeah. then it just turns out to be a fun coincidence. Yeah. Doug Love's but, movie uh, sponsored by Saudi Arabia. <laughs> We've got a category in Letter Mullen game called You're In This, so that one might have a movie that, that, uh, that you were in. But Jonah's made some films. One. <laughs> what one is that? What was it? Mama's Boy, starring John Heater. Yeah. I was somebody, in a, somebody saw it. Yeah, I was, uh, the scene I was in was with John Heater, um, uh, Adam Devine from Workaholics, and a guy from, uh, uh, from the uh, Big Bang Theory. So everyone else in the scene I'm in are literal millionaires <laughs> and I live in Highland Park <laughs> but hey it's all about the art <laughs> was traffic messed up when Obama went to Marin's garage uh, no I actually I waited on the street he was supposed to drive down like York and 51 and I was waiting on the street with a bunch of other bozos then some guy literally in clown makeup was riding his cruiser bike down the hill going he went over Townsend and everyone's like fuck <laughs> literal clown makeup I, I swore that day I, if I could take my vote back I would have <laughs> <laughs> Let's play a game called Last Man Stanton. Yeah. And um, named after the great Harry Dean Stanton, who came on the show, and when we played this game with, with his own films, uh, he won. And uh, so we're all very happy for him. And Is that another dig at me? No. <laughs> no, no. It was, it, it was uh, pretty hilarious because, you know, he's, he's old and has been in over 200 movies. And he, he had as much difficulty thinking of his own movies as, as we did. But he still, he won. He prevailed because he, he thought of one more than anybody else. But um, today we're going to do, um, how do I pick who's going to uh, be the name that we use? Uh, 
oh, this gentleman right up here in the front row seems confident. Is it, is it written in a foreign language on your arm? Did you get a tattoo to remind yourself what it is? Uh, an actor or actress who's been in a ton of stuff. Gene Hackman, I love it. All right, Gene Hackman. So I'm going to play two, and we'll start with uh, Michael and go to Jonah and then to Brett and then to me. And all you got to do is just name a Gene Hackman movie until we run out. If you can't think of one, or you guess something... Is all this laughter because, except for Michael and me, it seems like maybe this is going to be tough? Let's try it. Let's, let's let Michael go first. It might, it might jar something. The Royal Tenenbaum. Yes. <laughs> Enemy of the state. Yeah, that's right. All right, Brett. The conversation. Uh-huh. I'll go with um, Young Frankenstein. There's one scene. He plays the old blind guy. I'm going to go with <laughs> French Connection. Enemy of the state. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm fucking out. You're really already out? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not conceding, but in case I forget for the next round, I have to say it now, French Connection Part 2. You were next. You were next. Yeah, 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 I know. So that's what you want to go with, French Connection Part 2? I'm pretty sure he was in the sequel. Was confirmation? Yeah. Yeah, I think that one probably hinged on him being in it. (laughs) Although uh, Robin Williams eventually played Popeye. French Connections jokes. The kids love them. All right. Um, Gene Hackman. I have to, of course, say Hoosiers. Hoosiers. The conversation. I think we said that one already. Oh, you did? Yeah, Brett's, oh. Brett said that one. Ah. Yeah, yeah. But you, could, you could come up with another one, though. Uh. The great Gene Hackman. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just thought of one. Oh, <laughs> oh there's another one. I got one. <laughs> you got any more, Michael? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this harder to play than yeah. when you're listening to it? Oh, yeah. When you're up here, it's super hard. Um. Can, uh, what was that one that he was in? <laughs> I just thought of it. I know. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Yeah. Say it. Yeah. Spit it out. No. Not enemy of the state. <laughs> I'm, I, see, I'm going to give away what it is now to someone else, but I can't. You can't think of that one where you do that thing? All right, I'm going to help yeah, you Yeah, give it out. away go to ahead. Brett. Go ahead, go ahead. It, the Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Great oh, West got West. it, got it, got Great it. Time. Got it. All right, Mike, Michael's out. Everyone can hold, hold back on that one yet. All right, go Brett, ahead. say it. Pass on. 
Uh, I, What's I it called? I, I, you know what? Well, I wasn't going to say it because, but then you will say it. So I'm unforgiven. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yes, unforgiven. Um, how about <laughs> loose cannons? Uh, is anyone confirming that Aykroyd. that's a film? <laughs> I don't believe there's a film it's called Dan Loose Cannons. I am calling bullshit that there's a film. Like, everyone in this room just went along with that. Like, oh, yeah, Loose Cannons. No one knows this movie, Loose Cannons, no, with Dan Aykroyd. Ackroyd. Someone would say something if I was wrong. All right. I'm going to say... Um, or we'll find out tomorrow. Is it, is it my turn? Yes, sir. It's just you and me. Oh, shit. This guy's looking shit up on his phone. And he's completely invested. Well, should we wait? I think we should wait. No, go ahead. Oh, I was yeah, going to anyway. say, uh, it's, I'm going, yeah, I'm, I was this other say, phone, we've got the answer. Put your phone away. Don't, gonna, <laughs> don't give your phone out during the show. Do the phones go to different internets? The booth, the booth, the booth just gave me the thumbs up. The, the booth's internet says I'm right. I don't care what audience internet says. I was going to say the, uh, the Coppola film, Garden of um, Valor, um, fuck, Garden of Stone, right? Yeah. Where's the help? That now? sounds about right. I They're mean, not I, supposed I, to help you. They know me. that. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't help right? me. Wait, all of you fell for the Dan Aykroyd, and now one of you is going for fucking go Garden of Stone? It sounds, it sounds legit. It, it's legit. Well, I you think have confidence. James you have to James be with more confidence. You have to be with James Conn and Danny Aykroyd Val Kilmer <laughs> Next Alright, I'll go with uh, Yeah um, How about hey, Doug, what Let's do his last film there? that he made Because you got to go out on a classic Welcome to Mooseport <laughs> With Ray Romano Has, any, has anyone mm-hmm. said um, to- Toy Toy The Barry Levinson film Oh the toy The toy yeah, Gene Hackman's you. in that Yeah he is Sure is <laughs> I don't think he is In fact I'm not even gonna look I'm positive he's not in it um, okay, I'll just throw one more in there for for fun. A little movie called Superman. Oh yes. And then several of the sequels. Oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but but Brett is our winner. You did it. Do I get Michael's prizes? No. Nope. <laughs> want that makeup test picture? <laughs> Just looking at you. Got to turn that into a pillow. <laughs> yeah, if the guests want something in the bag, I'm going to give it to him. What's happening? <laughs> you handed it to me, so I'm checking it out. <laughs> ah, give it back. Okay. <laughs> I really wanted you to have it, but somebody's going to get it. Uh, Brett, do you have any idea how the Leonard Malton game works? I, I, I do. I actually read it up in, uh, outside on Wikipedia, believe it or not. It's, if you look up your show on Wikipedia... They really describe they, they, it. They describe the Leonard Malton show, and let me get to see if I can get this straight, Doug. Okay. You're going to um, give me a caption of a Leonard Malton review, and we're going to tell you what the film is. Yeah, you have to guess uh, based on the actors' names in the film. 
uh, Leonard always lists a ton of actors, so I'll tell you how many it is, and then we start the bidding at the maximum number, and we bid down until uh, somebody tells somebody next to them to name it. And uh, you get to pick the first category, so that's good. Get Documentary. It little, get, get it a little bit. <laughs> get it a little bit into your wheelhouse. So many great casts and documentaries. Kurt Cobain documentaries that came out this year is the theme. That's still two movies, apparently. Um, I haven't even heard of this other thing until Jonah came into into the room. Uh, you get to pick between. They're suggested oftentimes by people on Twitter, the categories. That Jammer Josh suggested Going Clear, which is in fact a documentary. But this particular category is movies that have an invisible character in them. <laughs> or, I said good day. And that is Daniel Day-Lewis movies that Leonard Moulton gave three stars or more. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> That's good day. Mmm, good day. And then your third option is Passenger 57, which is the films of Josh Hartnett or Wesley Snipes. There's only one Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Little 30 rock which reference. One of those, as, uh, which one of those do you like? As, as much as uh, I think the crowd would uh, like to hear the third, I'm going to have to uh, support my, my del- documentarians and do Going Clear for, okay. uh, for 300 Doug. <laughs> <laughs> well, this certainly isn't a, uh, a documentary. Um, it's got it, somebody's invisible in it, and Leonard only gave it two stars. And the year, it's a tough one, 1967. Yeah. And Leonard says about this movie that it's uh, silly and that it's a kitty feature. Kitty. Kitty. Or kitty. K-I-D-D-I-E. Kitty feature. Not the cat from outer space. Thanks like he's from outer that. space, what? He's also can go invisible. It's a strange world. <laughs> and here's another strange thing: Leonard only lists four names associated with uh, being in this film. So, uh, Brett, I would recommend for opening bid just to you know say I can name it in four names. So at least you get all the names. I, I, I um, say four names, but I think I could do it in uh, two. For reals. I, I certain well I, wow <laughs> apparently not so if I'm not committed I'll stick with four okay good call Jonah um, name that movie <laughs> alright so I'll give you all four names wait I thought I, I just had to pick a name of the f- they didn't explain this part in the, I, I, I was prepared to give you a name one of the cast members names Oh, that's interesting. That's a totally different game. Kurt Russell. No. Uh. No, I name for you all four of these names. Great. And then if you can tell me the name of the movie. Okay, go for it. Then you'll win a point. If you don't, then Jonah gets a point. But uh, why still, does Jonah get the point? Because he just challenged you. Oh, all right. Yeah. And you, it should, getting all the names should make it easy, right. but this is from 1967, a... and it's a kiddie movie. Go for it, man. Here we go. Go for it, go for it. Uh, Ethel Ennis, Gable Garnett, 
Boris Karloff and Phyllis Diller. The top billed person in this movie from 1967 is Phyllis Diller. You would think they would make it easy with the Phyllis Diller part. It, ably supported by you, Boris Karloff. <laughs> I think if you knew that if you if you'd seen this movie, I'm not gonna. Then I'm you would gonna, know the answer. For I, I know. Diller I'm not gonna sure. take up any of your time, man. I'm just gonna <laughs> bow out right now. I'm just moving on. Please hurry. Uh, yeah, this is this was a tough one. Uh, do you think, you, Jonah? Do you have any idea? No. It was something I liked when I was a kid, and it's uh, got the Invisible Man in it because it's about uh, all the famous monsters getting together and having a party, and it's called Mad Monster party. Oh! Yeah, and it's a kiddie movie where Phyllis Diller was like the, uh, she was the bride of Frankenstein in it, and uh, very funny, actually, and it's got good songs, too. But it's very slowly paced by today's standards, so don't watch it because I said it. And Jonah Ray's on the board with one point. Bam! Strategy! Michael gets to pick the next category, and then we'll go to Jonah. So, uh, Brett, this might not even get to you, but listen up anyway. No, not unless it gets to you. It just so happens. Yeah. The order switches each time, so the different uh, dynamic will hopefully occur. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a feeling Jonah's just going to sit in the middle going, name it, name it, name it. It's what I do every fucking time I'm on the show, and I win sometimes. <laughs> Uh, okay, your category options, Sheen, Michael, are... Uh, I, think you might be, I think you might find this really weird, what's about to happen. 588-2300. Empire! Oh, you know it! <laughs> Michael's saying it louder than anybody. So you've had a lot more uh, TV here than I thought you'd watched. Um, and that, of course, is actors from the TV show Empire. Of course. <laughs> In, in film. Yes. And then uh, Mount Cushmore is uh, it's, uh, the four people that I most want to uh, smoke weed with and, and actually have. The films of Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson, Cheech, or Chong. <laughs> <laughs> and then your third option, Jay Boogie Down suggested The Toxic Avenger, and that's Robert Downey Jr. movies that Leonard gave two stars or less. <laughs> Because he's the toxic Avenger. <laughs> Which one of those do you like? I'm going to go with uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Okay. This movie's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. It's from 2009. Two stars from Leonard. He calls this movie murky, noisy. And he says the CGI effects... Uh, the overuse of CGI effects is deadening. <laughs> yeah, it really, really hurt Leonard to have to watch it. My words, not his. But he did say that the CGI effects are deadening. And then uh, he lists two, three, four, five, seven names. How many names do you think you can get it in? MS, and I won't call you that again. That's horrible disease. <laughs> How many names did he list? Seven. I will name that movie in three. <gasps> so it is going to be what I predicted, Jonah. <laughs> Hold on. 
2009, you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, name the movie. <laughs> okay, here's your three names. James Fox, Kelly Riley, Eddie Marzan. Sherlock Holmes. That's correct. Oh! I would have gotten that. I would have said Iron Man 2. <laughs> is, is Robert Downey Jr. doing a good accent in those Sherlock Holmes movies? Jonah? <laughs> you know what? I think it's tips, tip top. He really nails it. Good. He puts it right across the plate. He sounds like Chaplin, he does. Because how are we to know? I just can't concentrate when I'm watching him do it because it's like Robert Downey Jr. doing an accent. He's like almost his fame sort yeah. of has eclipsed his ability to disappear in a character, I think. But then I saw the judge and I changed my mind. <laughs> that character is nothing like Tony Stark or the guy from Due Date. So, um, <laughs> one of his classic characters. So, uh, yeah, Michael's got a point, and Jonah's got a point, and uh, we're going to start with you again there, uh, Brett, and then uh, then go to Jonah. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. Uh, Your first option is my wife, and that, of course, is films of Sasha Baron Cohen. People keep writing me on Twitter saying, you should make that the films of his wife. (laughs) And it's like, we did that already. I want to do his films, and I also like yelling my wife. Uh, And your other options are, uh, you're in this, a movie that someone in this panel is in. (laughs) Or, probably me. Mama is blocking so embarrassing. Uh, you'll see, Michael. <laughs> or Fast Batch Cumberbender. And that's the films of Michael Fastbender and Benedict Cumberbatch. There's <laughs> a guy on the East Coast time zone. Enjoying Fast Batch Cumberbender. It's like it's Benedict and Michael are sitting at the back. We all stick together. Doug, can you repeat the uh, first one for me, please? Uh, can I repeat it? Oh, it's Sasha Baron Cohen movies. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do that one. Okay. Uh, this one is from 2006. Leonard lists three people. <laughs> He gives it three and a half stars, and he says about the film that it's one of a kind, and that it also has elements of racism, sexism, and homophobia. (laughs) Now, Brett, if you think you know what this movie is, you could bid as low as zero names. You could say zero names, and then you, you would just have to name it if challenged. Or you could say negative names which means you could bid like negative one, you'd name the movie and the top build person. Or negative two, you'd have to name the top two build people. Let me ask you something, Doug. Is there, Please. Is there a response in which he gets a negative point? Hey. <laughs> is there any way we can like take Jonah's point. points away? Yes. I mean, I, I like could just was, do it arbitrarily. Uh, <laughs> I consider myself the opposite of Chris Hardwick. I will go... So uh, I'm going to have a show where I take away points! Whoa. We will go... Uh, we will go... Uh, 
We would just go for it on that one, whatever that. Boy, what do you want? You want to say zero we're, names? We're you don't say the name yet, though. Oh. I don't say. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go no names. Okay, he says no names, Jonah. I can do it in negative one names. <laughs> now hold on a second. But isn't that Sasha Baron Cohen? A negative of a it negative be, yes. is still negative. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, Michael, I got to remind you that uh, it's important to say the uh, the correct title. Now everybody gets why I've been pushing this category. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's bullshit. A <laughs> name that movie. All right, Jonah. We're going to need the full title and the uh, name of the top-billed person. Cool. I will give you the title as I've seen it on DirecTV's guide. (laughs) The movie title is Borat. It doesn't say anything after that, and the lead person in it is Sasha Baron Cohen. But let's say you're on a game show, (laughs) and you had to say the full title in order to win. Well, I... Then what would your answer be? Well, that, are we in that situation? <laughs> I don't want. Let's pretend we are. <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not good at improv. I don't know if I can. Let's just go with my answer and then move on. Give me the old point. Do you don't even want to try? Um, Borat, the extraterrestrial. <laughs> It's uh, an adventure in what is it? In and his or in his. It's like there's lots of versions of it, and uh, I've given up on thinking that that's the title. It's Borat and the. uh, But this one, Leonard laid it all out, and it's hilarious to me. Oh fuck! Because I knew this is what would happen. Not gonna get it. It's like someone would get cornered. Yeah. It's uh, you know. Let me give you one of the words. Okay. Of. <laughs> you got your wish, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> Poor rat, the sun's going to make Kazakhstan more better country. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's called, and wait, who challenged you? Challenged him, right? Yeah, yeah. So Michael's our winner, everybody. Yeah. It was a tough game. I threw a tough game at you guys. I still got some tough ones in here, and uh, of course, Sasha Baron Cohen was top billed, followed by Ken Davidian and Pamela Anderson. <laughs> and, uh, and the movie's called Borat: Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I, there's some people out there that know that whole title. Who does anyone know it off the top of their head? Yeah, there was somebody. Yeah, pretty he was close. pretty Isn't close. Is it good enough when you're in a game show and you have to know the whole title? Have you have you seen the gift bag that's available? Yeah, you already are the one. The hearts and minds of the entire audience. I'm just, I'm just a kid from Highland Park trying to make a go at it in this crazy business. 
talk a big game like I'm more famous and better than you, but I'm not. I'm Chris Hardwick's friend. Weren't you in Mama's Boy? Oh my God. Always nice to meet a fan. Leonard gives Mama's Boy one and a half stars. He says it's an irredeemably clumsy comedy. Clunky, I'm sorry, clunky. And then comedy is in quotes. The last line of the review is barely released and for good reason. (laughs) Redeemed only by the performance of Jonah Ray. Can I see that? Sweet grab it. Send it to me. I'll put it on Instagram. Did you ever watch Mama's Boy? No. (laughs) No, God, no. I knew it was bad when I was there. But it's got an incredible cast. It does. Yeah. Diane Keaton, Jeff Daniels, Anna Ferris. Yeah. Those are all great people. Yes. Eli Wallach. Mm-hmm. Simon Helper. Is he alive still? We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mary Kate Place, Sarah Chalk, and uh, Laura Keitlinger's in it. Yes. Oh, all right. I'll watch that. I'm trying to watch 365 movies this year, so I'll try to get that one in. Put it in my queue. It's uh, you can you know you can go to Amoeba get it for fifty cents. Really? Literally. Curtis 50. Jackson will sell it to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael. Or you could win the bag and just watch Frost Nixon and the Queen and Tron. That is an amazing triple bill. <laughs> <laughs> it really takes you through time. <laughs> A lot of history in there. Apparently, um, four hundred million people are waiting for it. <laughs> Or the world, as Jonah likes to call it. All right, Allison, come get your uh, bags and bags of stuff. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, if you need a poster tube for the Bruce Gutter poster... I can get one of those in the bag. You've got to keep it in good condition. I thought we keep the poster, poster separate because you don't want to dent it, even though Jonah already has a little bit. No, it was just on a wall. Oh, really? You pulled it off of a wall? Yeah, I'm real strong. <laughs> What's going to replace it? I don't care. <laughs> just wall. Just a piece of wall. Yeah. Um, Masters of Sex yes. is back July it is. 12th. It is back July 12th, the night before. I remember that from the top of the show. Yeah, The night before uh, is Seven Days in Hell on HBO, which is... Uh, oh, that's the tennis funny. thing with Andy Samberg. Yep. Kit Harrington. Yeah. And you. No, I'm just saying that's on the night before. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in that. And also, in and also, I think, uh, Spoils Before Dying on the Independent Film Channel. Which is a follow-up to Spoils of Babylon? That's correct. Yeah. And Far From the Madding Crowd, the movie. Is, is in theaters, yeah. Yes. And uh, people are loving it. Yeah, Not you, apparently. But no. <laughs> I'll see it. Okay. <laughs> I promise. Okay, tomorrow uh, night, 8.30. Mm-hmm. See you at uh, the Arclight. Would you really go watch it again? Yeah. 
I'm in it. <laughs> Guaranteed a good time. I'll tell you, the, the fucking place to see Kurt Cobain montage of Heck was the Arclight. They cranked it, and it's, it was so exciting. Ex- a great experience there. It's going to be returning uh, August 7th. Perfect. Right. Oh, totally you heard it here Heck. first, Doug. People in the hotel room next to me hate my guts when I'm on the road and it's on HBO because I'll just turn it up real loud and, and just enjoy it. Um, and anything else to, to plug, Brett? No, but that's, uh, yeah, we're, gonna, we're going back in the theaters nationwide August 7th. So I'm sure everyone was kind of surprised by how many people wanted to see it. And then it was right before all the big summer blockbusters and shit. So, like, it's great that it's coming back and people can see it that way. You know what? It was intended to be um, seen in a movie theater. And Universal Pictures took it out everywhere else outside the U.S. But we did a deal with HBO in the States. But the response at the, when we opened it here was so great that we decided to put it back in theater so people can sort of experience it loud and the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, with other people and probably yeah. good chance they're a little high. Jonah Ray, The Meltdown returns to Comedy Central Yes, Tuesday, June 30th Just mere days before the season 3 premiere of Ray Donovan on Showtime Donna fans unite, save Bungie It's a bottom (laughs) It's like like Crime Tourage That's what Ray Donovan is <laughs> and yeah, the meltdown with Jonah Kumail. <laughs> meltdown with Kumail and Jonah. Jonah Kumail. Really? Yeah, yeah. How'd you swing that? As, I get paid half as much. Just to put just, my name first. Just to have first. Was it alphabetical? Was that the argument ultimately? Uh, no, I don't know. It was uh, Emily uh, Gordon, the producer. She just kind of when she like made the title, she just said, "Oh, it should just be with Jonah Kumail." And I, I think it's just because Jonah Kamel's JK. Just kidding. Yeah. And that just says comedy right there. It does. Yeah. Subliminally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um, I got some plugs. I'm going to be... Uh, my movie, Chronicon, is out on VOD July 3rd, and you can uh, pre-order it on iTunes now. And I'm going to be doing my first ever Douglas movies in the UK... At the uh, Leicester Square Theater in London. Tell your nice. friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. Benedict will be there. <laughs> Martin will be there. <laughs> the whole gang. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll hit up the people that have done it here in the States, you know, in case they're there at the time, you know, like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Of course, I'm going to ask them to do it. But, uh, do you, ha- do you know anybody that w- would enjoy doing this sort of thing? That's a big movie star just sitting around over there waiting for the phone to ring? Nah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for being here. Let's hear it one more time for all of my guests. Michael Sheen, Jonah Ray, and Brett Morgan. And Brett Morgan, if you want to look him up on Twitter, it's B-R-E-T-1-T Morgan, M-O-R-G-E-N. And I think Jonah Ray and Michael Sheen are just their names. 
at Jonah Rain, at Michael Sheen. And uh, thanks again for coming out for one of these afternoon shows. Like I said earlier, the next one here is going to be in the evening, so maybe a little cooler. And it's going to be uh, uh, at 7 o'clock on uh, July 23rd. And then there's one more uh, over at UCB that will be free on the, I think that's around the 16th or something like that. Thank you guys for coming. And as always, somebody even wrote down two shitheads. I'm just going to read them both because I don't, I don't want to have to pick. My ex-boyfriend, Alan, is a shithead. <laughs> Come back and get your Mac and Me sign, because uh, it's a cool one. I don't want you to lose it. And I'll put it right here. And Mount Everest is a shithead? <laughs> And Rachel Dolezal is also a shithead. Thanks a lot, you guys.